1: Hello everybody, welcome to Pod Mavericks Mavs party. Really this is much more of a Mavs adjacent party since the only basketball we've had is FIBA basketball, in which case we had three Dallas Mavericks playing today in the Slovenia versus Australia game, ostensibly almost four if you would have counted Matisse Thybul, who the Mavericks tried to sign uh, off, they, got, they signed him to an offer sheet. Uh, It was a really pretty exciting game uh, for for those of you who did not watch it. I want to say tip-off time was like 7.10 central, and that was a whole bunch of fun. Um, Before we kind of hop right to it, this is our live show where if you are at all interested, you can click here on the comment that is pinned in the YouTube channel. Uh, I'll post it again you can join a waiting room come up on you know what what we used to refer to in the spotify live days as the stage but hell it's just talking with me here over a video chat it's kind of like a work zoom um we can talk about basically anything you guys want you know it's the it's the off season, though we do have some real basketball going. And, and you know, last week we, we ended up going for almost 75 minutes. It was a really fun show. But then the week before that, nobody joined, uh, which might be the case today, uh, given the fact that it is a holiday weekend and I didn't know, or holiday weekend here in America. And I didn't know if I was going to, uh, to do anything, but my work kind of slowed down. And I thought it would be it would be a lot of fun just to kind of hop in here and see you know talk about the game for anybody who watched. Um, it is a delightful experience watching these games. I, I just can't stress this enough. You know, my co-host Josh basically told me he's like, I'm I'm not watching basketball in the morning. Not because he doesn't want to, just because he's not really a functioning morning guy. And and that one um, really really entertained me just because it's it's like you know I, I put it on honestly. I don't remember much of the first quarter because I was like getting my kid ready for school, but second, third, and fourth quarter. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Uh, we already got one guy in the waiting room, Andrew going to bring him up just, uh, in a second, but for, for anybody that didn't watch the Slovenia, Australia game, Australia has eight NBA players or folks who have played in the NBA, like Dyson Daniels played three minutes or two minutes, and he's probably their second or third best player. Um, uh, it's very like, uh, you know, Joe, Joe Ingalls, Patty Mills, um, obviously Dante Exum, Josh Giddy, Matisse Thibault, It's, it's a pretty, you know, so it's, it's an experienced group. So the fact that Slovenia kind of came out and punched them in the mouth and never really looked back, I think is, is really impressive. Um, the refs made it a game, but I do not necessarily think it was, a poorly refereed game. I think, you know, hearing listening to 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 the one kind of burly mic'd up ref, he was very frustrated with all of the talking from both teams and essentially let everyone have it kind of equally. Um, Luca got himself into a little bit of trouble where in FIBA rules, and I really think the NBA ought to apply this too, he picked up a or there he heard a whistle and picked up a technical foul because he sort of shot the ball. Um full court I don't really agree with the technical but the problem in FIBA basketball when you get a technical it counts as a personal foul that was his third personal because about a minute and a half before he had picked up a shadow foul call Josh Green shot a brick of a three and then threw his hand out kind of like like jerked himself back where in live action it looked like Luka hit him and Luka just soared past him really really great sell job by Josh Green Uh, the Slovenians had a chance to. Review that play, but considering it was in the second quarter, they just didn't do so, which is you know probably the correct tactical decision. But then right after that, Luca picks up his third foul with I want to say eight minutes left in the second quarter. Uh so at that point, it was like, oh no, is this gonna be is this gonna be a game? But you know, one interesting thing that Luca got reinserted, which was pretty fantastic. Um, and and you know, he played a whole bunch this game. Uh, Luca ended up despite foul trouble. He played 28 minutes, uh, which is is pretty impressive considering how long he was in foul trouble. Um, and then you know, Slovenia just countered, countered and countered again. Uh, the coolest play, the play that's gonna be very 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 mav centric. well, there's probably two, maybe three. I guess the the Dante Exum block on one end and then dunk on the other was incredible. I think we're going to be really into Exum. Uh, I think he's going to be a fan favorite in a real way next next season. And then the Luka Doncic block of Josh Green. And for anybody that has not seen a picture of it, I posted it here a little bit ago. Let me let me go find it here, and we can we can talk about it. I just want to show the people in the video cast, and then I'll get to the people who are waiting. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with me already. Um, for those of you in the, the video stream, you can see this and it's it just it's really, really funny. Um, Luca, it, it doesn't really do a great job of explaining. Like if, if you see him here on the video screen, um, he is blocking a Josh Green kind of it's, it's a layup attempt, kind of a short floater. I honestly don't know what Green was doing, but here's the thing about where Luca coming from. Luca came from the weak side baseline like he's, you know, a, an actual honest to God rim protector. And threw Josh Green's stuff way back. It was an incredible defensive play because I think he had four fouls at the moment. And this play essentially ignited a run which put the game out of reach for Australia. And for it to be a defensive play is something I think Mavs fans and obviously, you know, the Slovenian fans really excited about. Um, Luka Doncic has played much more committed defense um, this time and it was it was great. It was great. I, I've, I've enjoyed watching him play defense. Okay enough yammering for me uh coming up first is andrew andrew welcome to the show good looking hat you got on there how you doing i'm doing great man how are you i am okay and i apparently forgot to plug in my headphones so finding that (laughs) out in live in live airtime i'm just the best podcaster so (laughs) what's going on
2: today man i woke up i watched the game i was super excited about it um i just love watching luca with shooters just Mm. if it's just incredible um, like you were just talking about, his defense has just been a marvel uh, compared to what we saw last year. And so, like, the steal numbers have been really good so far. I've been really impressed with that. And, you know, just overall defensive effort, it's beautiful to see. And it makes me even more hyped for Matt season.
1: So the, the, the effort element... I actually sent this to um, to a couple of friends this morning. I'm like, am I just really tired, or is Luca playing well? And is Tak Franco responded to me that like the effort is there? And I think that's all most of us really want is the effort. And for me, at least on defense, I've seen a lot less Luca chirping. I mean, the whole Slovenian team talks the whole time, uh, so it's pretty funny to, to just see all of them yelling at the refs. But the effort it, it the, you know that's all you can really ask for um this the slovenian team is undersized and so they have to have the effort it has to start with with all their best players and they did i just thought they did this is two games well the georgia game was it's like an excellent execution of game plan and intentionality because the way you beat i think you beat the slovenians is you crash the offensive boards and you just outsize them and yeah. so far it hasn't happened
2: no, I, I totally agree. And that's kind of, it felt like the effort wasn't there in Eurobasket last year or whenever that was in the one. The Poland uh, game when, was like, mm-hmm. they,
1: it, it's like they had had to, There's was some, I don't know how, how rumors. reliable it was. Mm-hmm. There was like some reporting that they had had a great time the night before. And yep. there have been no, they, they never, they look energized every single game.
2: Yep. And I kind of thought they, did the same thing for the Cape Verde game at first mm. was like, uh, that was my initial thought when I saw kind of the score and I woke up and saw all that, but it seems like they got that out of our system. So super excited for them moving forward. And I mean, the draw after the Canada losses, it's going to be fun, man. Did I you watch wait. that one? I, I happen, I have a little bit of a stake in the Brazil team and,
1: and because mm. enjoy watching them I know one of their players, that was a shocking loss. They got, like Dylan Brooks letting a little 5'10 guy get to the rim on repeat. I I, I I personally enjoyed it, but it was really surprising to see Canada kind of falter like that.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, Shea has been the second best player in this tournament behind Luka. And so mm-hmm. it's crazy to see them not do – or like just not beat a team they should beat since they have all that NBA talent. That's right. Dylan Brooks and, I mean, even – uh, Barrett and like Powell's plus minus is crazy good for them somehow. Like Powell playing great minutes, it's they should have won that game.
1: Yep, yep. I, I and it, it's shocking. It throws kind of the whole tournament in a little bit of uh, you know conundrum because I think you could have said before that game, and I was talking about this with Meta Robinson, who is is over in Europe and she's watching these games like we are, and we're trying to figure out what happens next before Canada lost because we're just assuming Canada is going to win. Does does Slovenia really, like, go out against Germany? Like, what do they do? And now I think it throws – I honestly have not looked at the seeding closely enough. I I, I worked until about 45 minutes ago. But you have to think they just try to go out and beat Germany as well to get the best possible, like, seeding for the next element of the tournament, right?
2: Yeah, not only that, it's just, like, Luca loves – to beat up on Dennis Schroeder. Like, I mean, it's, mm. I can't imagine him not going full force against them unless it's like a injury safety play. And I mean, those guys, the way he's playing, they want to win. Like, I, I don't game. see I him
1: considered Schroeder. That's a great point.
2: And everybody like, hates Schroeder. It's shocking. And it, even Maxi doesn't get along with him. Like, I don't know mm. what the deal is with that drama, but you know, everybody, <laughs> right. like you said, hate Schroeder. Um, but to jump kind of back over to Australia, like, sure. The green defense on ball, love it. Um, even though he was getting switched off on the screen every time, mm-hmm. um, I still thought he looked really good. He sat in the corner a bit too much on offense, which I wish they had used him as more actively in the offense, uh, not just sitting in the corner to you know shoot threes and stuff like that. Um, I thought Exum forced it a bit too much today; like he was going a little too fast. I am a little concerned about the jumper, which I know is his big concern. Why he fell out of the league the first time, but the ca- it's for him. It. I think it's catch and shoot for the
1: Mavs. I don't. I'm not really mm-hmm. worried about him doing anything off the dribble because Luca and Kyrie are going to have the ball True. so much. So it's like, can you True. catch and shoot? I do think the green of it all is really worth discussing
2: because I think they were matching he and Luca's minutes yeah three. it was really bizarre i thought especially with luca and foul trouble and just that keeping... did josh
1: a huge disservice because mm-hmm. he scored eight points in the first half and most of them i think were on free throws and he's such a like for a younger guy i don't even think he's is he 21 he's so young though that i think there's an element of rhythm really mattering to his mm-hmm. confidence and if you're gonna move if you're gonna try to match minutes with what luca's doing i, I Unless he was in foul trouble, and I'm, I i don't really think he was. Let me go look No, here I don't them.
2: believe he was. Uh, Josh Green's 22,
1: by the way. Um, yeah, so he's young. But he's still young enough in terms of games played to where I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He had two personal fouls the whole game. He played 24 minutes. I mean, it's not like I'm asking him to play 35, but I think you could have played him a flat 30, get some more offense out of him. I mean, it's, he, hes he's such a... He's just that, that, that not like I'm thinking, I think about the show 30 rocking off a lot. He's like, like the third heat for a lot of lineups where he makes things weird in a way that's hard to describe unless you're watching and he does enough good stuff, which like I really would have liked to seen him, him play a little more. And I'm, I, and I really think the Australia would have too, because they, they're, I'm looking at some of the minutes decisions and I'm just like, why is Dyson Daniels playing two minutes? Dyson Daniels
2: would have yep. caused chaos against Slovenia. Yep. I mean, they could have gone like super small with, you know, Dyson Green, mm-hmm. Patty, and, um, you know, some of their other guards and God, like Patty one Mills. big. I, I love that I have the opportunity to hate Patty
1: Mills on so many different teams. <laughs> it's that, so great. That's how, <laughs> that grifting, like, all sorts of people were really mad that Luca picked up that fourth foul with him diving in front. It was a, so for people that didn't watch, Patty Mills, uh, Gets a ball on a fast break, Luca's jogging up and or not jogging, he's trying to get back on defense. And Patty like like if Luca's going this way, Patty basically cut pulls a Chris Paul, cuts in front of him, and then stops and Luca runs him over. And it's just it's the kind of play on thing you got it. I mean, I understand why they called it, but I also hate it. Cause it's like it was so intentional. So it's grifting.
2: Yeah. And I mean, it's the classic, like you said, Chris Paul, Trey Young kind of foul. Mm-hmm. And it's just so blatant, and th- I knew what they were trying to do and get Luke out of there. Like it was a smart tactical decision, but you just hate yep. to see it. It's it's yep. so frustrating. And to me, like, even though Patty had like a decent scoring game, I didn't feel like all of his shots were like great choices. I didn't feel super efficient as I was watching the five game. Was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, he had that one spot relocate three in the corner. I was like, okay, yeah, he should make that, and he did, but you know, like you said, it's super nice rooting against him year no. after year. <laughs> no. um, question about Exum, though. Is the playmaking, like, I was getting really, really hyped about Exum going into the year. Mm-hmm. I, this made me just kind of temper my expectations and pump the brakes, not even on the shooting, but the, you know, maybe third ball handler off the bench role. I mean, considering the, the options the Mavericks
1: cycled through last year, mm-hmm. I'm just looking forward to something different. And so if it doesn't work out, it's a minimum for a guy who has a high pedigree. That's actually been one of Josh Boweneye's criticisms for 10 years is the Mavericks haven't had dudes with pedigree. And now they have a lot of guys that, that were drafted highly. And, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work. But it's uh, that element of Exum's game where, you know, he, he, he was really important to the team he played for last year. I think the shooting might be I really do. I think it's real. Um, I, 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 and that part excites me, you know, if the ball handling is what it is, I lived through Wes Matthews, you know, so it's like after watching that dude, you know, do the Stanley, I can't, sure. yeah, I'm fine. I'm kind of fine with it.
2: And also like they were hyping up Frank as a potential ball handler. So really? I'll take X over Frank all, all day, all day.
1: That's a great comparison point because Frank could only go in a straight line. And I think yep. Exxon's is a lot more dynamic than that.
2: Yep. Absolutely. And. You know, Frank gave us those great minutes in the Sun series, but really that's it? I just think the upside's way, way higher with Exum, so 1,000%, I'm on board with that. That's right. Andrew, thanks so much for kicking us off. You got yeah, anything man. else? Um, I I just can't believe the hype I'm already having from the Mavs offseason moves, like just in general, the Grant Williams, the the whole nine yards of it. I'm just ready for it. it I'm, I'm, feels great. We got... So. Six
1: weeks from now is, is basically the last Mavs preseason game. It's on October 20th. Basketball, mm-hmm. Dallas basketball is here much faster than we than, than we realize. So if you're like me and you love watching it, but it's also can be a bit of a grind, get get your rest in the next several weeks <laughs> because we're gonna be in for a ride this year.
2: Absolutely. Well, thanks All for right, having nice me, man. You.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk soon. All right, coming up next. Well, before we come up next, let's uh just if if you could take just a minute and and roll on down there you know move your mouse if you're on your phone look for that big thumbs up button if you could just take a second and um and hit you know like the stream that thing helps it's it's when when a bunch of y'all are clicking it at once you see all of a sudden you see other people i don't really know how it works but it's fantastic i would just I'd, i'd appreciate that um and then if you have an opportunity go ahead uh if you aren't already go ahead and subscribe to pod maverick I was trying to explain to somebody um that that didn't know i do this which is you know i'm a shameless self promoter so that's hard hard to to believe it's like hey you know in the season josh and i will record as many as eight times that's probably too much it's probably too much but i want to talk about basketball so hey we're we're gonna talk about basketball um all right
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Coming up next is repeat listener and show joiner, Brian. What's going on today, man?
3: Unmuting myself, that's what. Hey, there how's it, it going? I'm good. How are you today? Uh, I'm pretty good, dude. Having a good Friday going into a three-day weekend mm-hmm. uh awesome Luka defensive performance which not very often you get to say that but he's been mm-hmm. so good defensively especially as a team defender this entire tournament and also get to laugh at Tim Bontemps and Bill Simmons because which part let's hear it the uh, uh what was that I-, I think both of them were holding strong on that uh Shay's the best player in the tournament. Ooh, yeah,
1: yeah. I teased Timmy about that one a little bit, though. I gotta admit, I so love SGA's game. I do too. I, love I just it. have a hard. I, you know, it's like because they're both first team guards, and then you look at like um, it was Bleacher Report, I think, put out their top twenty players, and Shy's like twelve. I'm like that ain't right. Like that, it's there. There's some real. Like I think oh. we're gonna see some some real jumps from certain players this year. You know, I like you're you know, not, not to be, it's like Tatum and um, like Durant, like, so I think it was like LeBron Durant and Steph were like six, seven, eight in those rankings. And a lot of people are outraged. It's like LeBron's 40 years old. What do we, Kevin has played 17 years already. Yeah. I'm about already. to say Kevin's the one that I'm
3: like, Hey man, look at Kevin Durant's last couple of playoff appearances.
1: You put that pressure on him. you lay wood on bro. Look kind of stinky. He, like, and for, He's best. like my fourth favorite player because I've, I've mentioned this before, but for any old heads, Kevin Durant was must-watch basketball in college. He oh, was yeah. the last guy other than Zion who I'm like, I'm watching that guy. The The, the next one is going to be the the white boy uh, from Maine going to Duke. <laughs> yeah, um, but hey,
3: <laughs> that kid is crazy. Yeah, oh, I can't wow. wait to so, see him
1: on the call, hey, we're all, I've directed you off of three tangents already. So, okay, they That's were – they were all in on Shay. Is shy? It is shy? I I don't know if it's shy. I always say Shay. I've I always don't want to heard Shay. He's too good. Uh, he's too good a player to butcher a name. Gilius Alexander SGA. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna stick with that. For yeah. Now. Yeah, that works. So I, I agree that that's kind of an interesting take from them. I mean, Luca feels so inevitable. You know, when we're watching him his rookie year and he puts up 26 and seven. You remember how excited you were. It's like, man, this guy, by the time he's 28, he's going to be killing people. And then the next year, he's all NBA first team. Yeah, and I was like,
3: man, I haven't seen anybody come into the league like fat and just do this. And (laughs) because that's the funny thing that some people don't remember about his rookie year. When he got here, he was chunky, like noticeably chunkier than he was in his last season with Real Madrid. He played himself in the shape. He was in great shape his second year. Mm -hmm. But... The rookie season, he had he had a little double chin, but we were like, you know what? He was, he was tired. So destitute. Yeah. And yeah, that's the other thing. He'd taken some time off because he played so much basketball just before the season started. That's why he didn't even play summer league. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we were just so destitute and so desperate at that point. We were just like, dude, that's a good basketball player on our team. I don't care what shape you're in. Just show nope. up and play and we'll, we'll applaud.
1: It, it was amazing. So it's like I think the reason you're getting these kind of takes, even though despite his age – you're starting to see these takes because, number one, a lot of people have sort of decided they don't like heliocentric basketball, which is a defensible position. Um, mm-hmm. The other issue is that Luca has made an all-NBA team four straight years. All, first team all-NBA four straight years in a row. No or too. Like, you'll no see doubt. maybe one or Every two people time. leave him off the belt. That's right. That's right. Even when I've tried to play devil's advocate and I'm like, I don't know if he's going to be on an all-NBA the team. Everybody's like, shut up. What are you talking about? And it, it's, it's a real thing where I think there's a little bit of, like, Luca fatigue in the sense of he's so good. And then when you regress as a team like the Mavericks did this year, it's really easy to write them off. Because one thing I think that's happening in hindsight is the 2021-22 team that went to the Western Conference Finals is getting kind of overrated in hindsight. They were good, but they also caught fire. Like, there's an element of that where they found a, a thing that works at the right time. And that's important, but it's not like they were an 82 game juggernaut. Like, that's just not how the team functioned. They made, they traded KP midway through and everything worked out. And so I think there's like the narrative around Luca is a little boring for people at this point. So when you go to the World Cup and he's far and away the best player, and I still think that even compared to Shea. And there Great. is like an ad campaign around him and FIBA. If you're a national pundit that has to do this stuff all the time, you're kind of looking for the new thing. And and SGA is probably that new thing. Yeah. And I need I like, toy yeah. Syndrome. It's fine. I, I yeah. get it. It's just I do too. people don't want to admit that that's what it is. And it's
3: fine. Again, I, I love Shay. I, I've been a huge fan of it since Kentucky Yep. I always thought that it was kind of foolish of the Clippers to trade him away, even for Paul George, who I also think is a great player. Yep, I thought that he was going to be great even when Chris Paul tried to rub his loser stink off on him. Yeah, I've been a big fan of his his entire career, even when those OKC teams were stinky. I was like, that dude is good. I don't care yeah, they had to what you surround him with. They, they, had him with.
1: They, they had to keep resting him with fake injuries because he would hurt their hurt their chances. He's, well, he's, don't let us he's hear you guy. say that. I I don't really – I want to see the best basketball possible. I also Mm -hmm. want Slovenia to get as far as they can. So it's like on the one hand, I want to see Canada play Slovenia soon or, you know, at all. On the other hand, I don't want Slovenia to have to play Canada because, I mean, this is one of the things that we haven't talked about because we're Luka Doncic fans and I think we enjoy Slovenia, but you and I in particular, we talk about this stuff. There's, like, four teams in this tournament I really enjoy watching So I'm not exactly like a Slovenia Superman. One of the things that's been kind of undercovered here on our, our side of things is is Team Slovenia is down two important players. Yeah. Uh, there's there's, there's kan- Kankar and then another guy. Yeah, water, yeah that sucks, man. And, like, that – so you're watching them do this against these great big teams. I mean, when they played Georgia, my wife was like, oh, no, look at those guys because, like, Goga is just a monster – and, and they just don't have any size. Like, Toby and Luca are the big guys. and and So, for them to go up against Canada and some of Canada's size does not – even if – I'm not, not talking about Dwight Powell. I'm kind of more talking about, like, the guard size and some of the other optionality that they have. Yeah, like that
3: point of attack and then wing defenders.
1: That's tough. That's real tough. Like, I, I might make fun of Dylan Brooks, but he's a pretty damn good defender at the end of the day.
3: Look, but here's the thing, though. How tough is it? Because they just let Simone Fontecchio light them up for like, 30 and 7. That was wild. And then Dylan Brooks – played the worst defense I've ever
1: seen him play on back-to-back possessions to close looks, the game. He had the look on his face, like after LeBron spoke to him against the Lakers, where he was. Oh, like, he, he was oh no. He, he
3: you he could he, he could hear LeBron yelling in the back of his mind. Man, you could see it. That brother was bamboozled. Mm-hmm. He couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. And by the way, uh, just to go back to something real quick, man, shout out to Mike Toby. He put his big boy pants on today. Mm-hmm. He was dominating australia for some of those stretches like i know that they like to play small and fast because that plays to their advantage in the athleticism that they have mm-hmm. uh or it would if that coach wasn't you know running around and tricking y'all and leaving josh on the bench and leaving dyson Davis was- on the bench and letting joe ingles go out there and do some shit that and i like did at the y. Was
1: bad today
3: ingles was actively was bad today. horrible and patty mills i love patty mills but patty was leaning way too much into the old man tricks bro he could have um. sat his ass down too for all that stuff he was out there
1: doing. Dante, Patty, and Joe Ingles combined to go nine of, what is it here? Nine of 29. Yeah, bro, come on. Like, like, what are we doing? Can't do that. Can't do didn't that didn't make no sense. Gosh, the, gosh, the one Danny.
3: game where Thibault is hitting his threes,
1: too. That's mm-hmm. funny. They And they <laughs> took him out after that last made three. But I think it was Istok who pointed this out during the game. Whenever Theibel was in, Luke was just like, I'm going to the paint and I'm going to stand here. And so not to make this about the Mavs, but it is a Mavs podcast. When I saw that, and I've been really arrogant about this, I'm sitting here going, that's why you don't sign If if, Why would you sign a guy if that's what happens to him?
3: Yeah, if I can watch you make two threes or like make a big three
1: in a pivotal moment. And everybody's like, all right, that's fine. Do it again. Mm -hmm. Right Mm -hmm. to your face. He also uh, shout out to him uh, the 14 minutes play. Guess how many rebounds? Uh, time? Th- Zero.
3: Oh, you know it because that dude is six five and skinny and not looking to box
1: anybody else. Oh, no. like every time I still remember looking and I just didn't know this because it's like he was an all, all defensive player guy, but he averages two boards a game. That's hard to do. Look, bro, I if I speak, big trouble. big, That's big okay. trouble. Them
3: all defensive teams would
1: no, fake his head. I mean, let's, let's remember Sean Marion never made an all-defensive team. Sometimes yeah, I don't know well, what to do like, with these sorts of things. Come on,
3: man. Kobe making them after he, like three years after he had
1: stopped playing defense and
3: shit. Like, respect to Kobe. Come on.
1: like, I, I nearly made a very inappropriate joke. <clears> I'm not <throat> I, going to. So, Kirk, okay. um, What else <laughs> are <is> you thinking <laughs> from this game? <laughs> uh, man. Um, who, who was the other dude? It was Nikolic, I think. The one who was hitting all the threes. I – Somebody tweeted something on my timeline and like guys, I, I I am not going to be disrespectful to the Slovenian guys, but they have a guy who does something every game who I'm like, who the hell is that? I think it's Prepolich. I mean the the cause the there's two like, of like them. the, the there's elbow band there's... or
3: like the armband and the
1: Hey, they that shot that you know they shot the hell out of the ball um they didn't they only shot 13 of 42 from 3 but the fact that they they still managed to connect on a ton of twos they were 47% from the floor with some of the shots that were taken i just i'm really impressed with the coach too because who's the other big man besides mike Toby? um i know exactly who you're talking about i forgot the dude's out. name is it is a uh, uh, is it demac I'm am ec ziga Dimmick, is that him no yes it is. he only played 10 minutes that coach destroyed him every time he made a mistake that it was like the, even yeah that that's who it is Andrew. thank you um it was every time you go to the silent even the announcers were talking about it it felt felt bad for the guy like like it reminded me of whenever I used to play basketball um I, I I'm just I'm really curious to see how far these guys get because if they get knocked out in the next round it it's still like a triumph because you know Again, country with two two million people, two million. Yeah, people. that's the thing, man. It's it's an underdog story, and it's pretty yeah. cool. It's a, and they're and, an underdog story every time, and and that's you know you, I had a friend who's there, um, and oh. he was just who who's there, and he's just like, and he doesn't really like Slovenia in terms of how they play basketball. Yeah, and he, I'm just like, man, but look at what they do with what they have. This is you know it's it's not Luca and the Lucettes. That's what what they get called by Americans like us. But it's like. I've watched four four games now. I think where I've seen really incredible team efforts, like hustle plays, all sorts of stuff. It's it's not, you know, not to, it's not like the Mavericks. We keep on making these comparisons. Oh, it's like the Mavericks last year. It's like I'm sorry, Dude, if Mavericks, the Mavericks got after like the defensive
3: force like the way that these dudes did at like mm-hmm. the size disadvantage that they have, like, that's their right, guards and their wings gang rebounding and swatting the hell out of the ball trying to get it into somebody's hands so they can start a fast break. If we did that, we would have we wouldn't have worried about being that's right. playing. We would have been the in the 2021
1: playoffs last year. the 2021 22 Mavericks were like this. Did and that. that's why yes, they made exactly. the Western Conference finals. Last mm-hmm. year's Mavericks did not I don't want to say they didn't have any hearts. That's not fair, but they didn't have any juice and they just couldn't get it done.
3: Yeah, the the so. dudes who had the heart they didn't have the juice in their legs to really make it happen. Dorian his legs was kind of cooked all year from mm-hmm. everything that we put on him the year before. Same with Reggie. And yeah, it's, it's it's just it's cool to watch these dudes play because, yeah, they play with a lot of passion. They play with like energy that is actually focused and has intent and doesn't just seem like this fast scout that just trying to make anything happen. Like, if you'll watch. Um, I lost the team that I was going to talk about. Okay, so I just won't be slanderous right now. But no, I've enjoyed watching them play. I thought that. I think Nikolic is the name of the guy I was thinking of. He carried them in the stretches that Luka was out just with his shot making. You said they only made like 13 threes. I guarantee he made at least four of them, mm. like from the corners and from the wings. And, yeah, he was really good this game. Mike Toby was really good in this game. And they were doing whatever the hell they could to just keep Australia off the office of glass because they knew that, like, with the speed that they had, if they got, like, a bunch of second and third chances – They were just going to run them out of it. And And I thought that was
1: going to happen. There were a couple of plays where they kept getting repeated possessions and they just couldn't put it down. They kept creeping, you know, credit to Australia for like continually fighting back, which was something, you know, because they they were down double digits, like in the set in the first quarter. So you Mm -hmm. get down like that. It's really, you know, you obviously don't tuck tail, but sometimes it's hard to bounce back. And they bounced back probably four different times where I was like, okay, here's when the Australians are going to come. Oh look, they're 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 making shots. They're getting right there, and it's a six. You know, that's the other part about the Slovenian coaching staff is I thought really excellent use of timeouts to kind of whoa settle down type. Yeah, stuff. to stop the bleeding of some of these mm-hmm. runs. Yeah, right. and they made
3: one where like they tied it up, and I was like, yeah, this is where it's gonna happen. Slovenia mm-hmm. about to give up the ghost, and then I look, and Luca was on the bench with foul trouble and Josh was on the bench, even though he was leading Australian scoring, and was also that best defender. Yep. And it's, it's just, it, it's going to keep coming back to that for me. The Australian coach was running around and tricking and he kind of tricked off this game.
1: That happened. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. they had it. I feel like it's great. Well, Brian, what else are you thinking? Anything?
3: Uh, man, I can't wait till we just get to, Blast the lips out of off of Dennis Schroeder's face. I say we. I'm talking about Slovenians. I can't we're wait all, until they play. We,
1: we can all be. I, I I hope that the Slovenians will accept us against the Germans.
3: Yeah, I I just and I hate it because I, I love Franz and there Dennis goes. actually had a really good year in the NBA too yeah. last year. Like sneakily, it's just nobody likes him as a person. So I it, mean, yeah. if
1: you were to do like an all like if you were to do an international team like a like a, t- a starting five. I think Franz is your two guard. I think Franz is start is a starter. Yeah. yeah. He, he's so fucked. <laughs> like Luca Franz. Um I guess Giannis would be your power forward. Uh Jokic. Jokic is your center. Who's who's the other? There's somebody like like the other wing. Uh ooh, who's your other wing? Question. There's there's an obvious one. Is it do we count Canada in this? Because I think if you count Canada in this, maybe you put Shay Shea's two guard and Franz is your small forward. I roll with that. Yeah, I mean that's all. Like that's why it's like anytime they they'll never do it, nor should they do it because I don't think it would actually work. But I love the concept of like a, a just for once for an all star game world versus just like USA. a real
3: world versus USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then because like, I was like, while we have five of the six best players in the league, like mm-hmm. not from the U.S. I think right, really and fun.
1: the the other like the next five are like the previous generations older Americans because it's like it, it the guys that are coming a book. Um obviously Look, these guys, job. Yeah, just, they're so good. It's 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 just it's a different level. It's 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 just kind of locked to cert, to a certain extent. Yeah, Jim was flair after that ass kicking. That's right. It's my favorite. That's I love I love angry basketball. You thinking anything else for what, what are you gonna do this weekend? Anything good? Do this weekend. Uh Lil Cousins got a soccer game. Mm. Gonna see if I can
3: tip through that. Otherwise, I'm gonna watch basketball and drink. Good and maybe eat barbecue, but definitely good. drink.
1: That's good. Yeah, I, I, you guys all know I play video games, and I think Starf i have not—I've sh- been—I've been ignoring Starfield when it was coming out because I was like, I oh, still yeah. want to keep my job here at Mavs Moneyball because I think <laughs> if I start, it's like if I was to play one of these really, and I'm just—you'll just lose me for like four months at a time. It's and this stuff always comes out right at the start of basketball season. Like, yeah on. most inconvenient times can we do it in april when the mavericks are shit and i hate covering them so that way i could go do something else oh well man thanks so much for hanging out we'll talk soon all right of course thanks for having me. all right hey we got another one of my uh my my guys my guy christian just joined the the show down there hey man what's up yo kirk what's going on man how you feeling thank you for joining uh you know just just watching just, you know, watching a little hoop earlier this morning, um, overreacting to basketball, having a great time. <laughs> Sounds about right. Got a
4: question for you. Are you a little bit surprised that Australia you got put out? or well, not put out, but they lost it out to Slovenia?
1: No, because I think, you know, that's kind of the the why everyone loves single, not like single eliminations. That's, that, that's still part of the deal. But yeah, it, it's why you love these one-up matchups, because anything can happen in 40 minutes. I was listening to, like, uh, uh chuck cooperstein dallas mavericks uh, radio guys like all these games need to be 48 minutes they're men they should be playing 48 minutes the perk of a 40 minute game is is an underdog has a better chance to win like if the the longer you stretch the games over more period of time the better team has more opportunities to score so i don't know i'm loving it though i i i would say that I am not surprised. I am surprised that I really felt like Slovenia dominated, with the exception of of yep. refs, kind of, and and really Slovenia made mistakes. But it's like Australia didn't do anything to put out Slovenia. Like they did nothing to stop Luca, and they did nothing really to control the game. That surprised that, me.
4: That part too. Like I wasn't expecting it to be as
1: competitive
4: as it was at first. Just to simply, you know, I mean. So many is undefeated, like they're 4-0 now, right? But who do you think is worse, like FIBA refs or NBA refs? Because oh, I don't. think it's real close for me.
1: I mean, there's an interpretation of the rules thing that goes on um, where I thought today's ref really frustrated me, but then I understood why, because there was so much chatter going on. Um, I think we're the NBA, and I was talking to to, to second meta shout-out of the podcast, Meta and I were talking about this. I think where the NBA suffers is its application of rules doesn't make any fucking sense. With agree. with with FIBA stuff, you will get bad refs that make bad calls. But I don't understand from a philosophical point of view how if you're on the perimeter and they touch you, it's it's vehicular manslaughter, or no, it's it's like you, it, you get nothing, and yet you go into the paint and you could get killed, and they'll just look at you. And I don't like that. I would like – like a foul is a foul regardless of where you are on the floor. And that stuff is 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 what I've enjoyed about the, the FIBA basketball. And that I felt that the physicality is consistently applied from game – like from quarter to quarter, where you are on the court, and from game to game.
4: And you see, I guess that's one of my um, differences with people the last couple of years was FIBA play versus NBA play. And like, oh, my God, people are allowed to be so physical and all this other stuff. I'm like, bro, you might – like nineties basketball, but i didn't invite you to go play back in that era. Guys were getting hammered across
1: the head, hitting the neck. Like that's not safe, man. Sure, sure. No, I've, and there's there's parts of that that happen on drives today. Like Luca got killed on one, and you could see both Australian players were not. They weren't like you know. Oh, that wasn't a foul. They're genuinely shocked that that it was a foul call because the body contact, like Green, was really bumping Luca at times. And, it, you know, that's just the rules thing, and I'm okay with it. I just – I don't know. It goes back and forth until you see somebody hit the ground really hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like luckily that didn't happen too many times
4: today. But, yeah, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen regardless. But as far as the foul trouble, uh, what, what do you think about that
1: for Luka? Uh, so the fact that the tech counts as a personal foul is something that I really like about FIBA. It screwed Luca particularly today, but it's also an incentive to not get a fucking technical foul. Um, So that that part was interesting. I think that he got hosed a little bit, but I a couple of bang, bang things like the Josh Green, they should have used their challenge on that, but I understand why they didn't because there was, I think, 28 minutes of basketball still left in the game because he didn't foul Josh in a three-point shot. Um, but sometimes it's just going to happen, and and the coach was really gutsy, and Luca played really smart defense the rest of the way. I cannot believe he didn't foul out. It, it, me either, honestly. Like,
4: I mean, he finished the, what I think it was twenty seven and six or something like that. Do you think he's going to get, before it's all said and done?
1: Do I think he's going to get what you cut out for a moment? Oh, I said, do you think he's going to get a triple double
4: before uh, play is all over?
1: No, it's really difficult. The pace has to be higher than it's been these past few games you know you just got to get chances at boards and I, I i suppose if they played canada maybe and the scores and, and things are running i, I there's a, there's a chance but it's just it's hard it's hard to do you know he's he's playing what probably 36 37 minutes a game yep. there's there's the opportunity but i think you're you're going to have to get the um i would say the the assists are probably eh, not for Luca. maybe the rebounds are the hardest part because the the slovenian team is really like they're doing a great job with team boards
4: that and the fact that like at least on offense um there's a lot of standing around i guess waiting for the pass because you know it's coming yeah uh but one thing i've really enjoyed about the games i have seen for them is the act of cutting like a lot of teams have struggled with that at least mm. through the first couple of games but they really haven't honestly and that's been one of their
1: strong suits They're the the cutting to the hoop. Some of the things where Luca's finding guys are and really not just Luca, it's all their playmakers. Finding guys at different points in the floor is really it's fascinating to watch. It's it's you know, there's just part of why Luca does what he does within the Mavericks is it's the like a Luca post up is the for on a point per possession basis, basis, it's the best play in basketball. It's not. Yep. It, it, it's it's just not that fun to watch after a while. That said, I I I, I hope that they're taking some elements of what works for them uh, them, meaning the Mavericks, what is working for for the Slovenian team, and maybe they can apply some of the principles to what they do as a team. Because this all starts and ends with what Luca wants to do, and. You know he he's he's a he's a talented basketball player. He doesn't he doesn't need the ball to be talented. He was he was an off ball player for most of his his Real Madrid days. Obviously, you'd use him kind of more like a scalpel. It's interesting that the Mavericks have Kyrie Irving on the team because I think you know and 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 I would love to see like Luca in a in a Kyrie kind of role where he could you know just come in and hammer for a few moments at a time and not have to dominate the entire offense. But again. 32-8-8 32-8-8 eight and eight last year. Kind of hard to argue with the with the numbers. It's just the results are, are where, where things get dicey.
4: And before I got it, I guess it's kind of why I'm not really confused, but sometimes I do get a little ticked off and people say, well, you know, why can't he play like this over – I mean, play back when he comes home or the defense mm-hmm. or the passing. Why can't he, like, play off ball? And it's like before Kyrie came, could you say that he trusted anybody with the ball in their hands? No. That no. That, that plays a part into it. You can't have one without the other, man.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and hopefully he'll figure some of it out. I mean, every time he cuts in a game, the defense panics.
4: It's like, "Oh shit,
1: Luca's moving. Oh no." And it's it just it's it's that's the point. That's why you cut.
4: So. You know the pass is coming. Just go to the run. he'll find you, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, but even if even if it's not I mean, Luca cutting though. It's oh, him yeah. him yeah. causing chaos by moving around. So. Well, thank you, man. You got anything else?
4: uh no sir just hopefully you know that he comes back rejuvenated and
1: you know doesn't gain that point that he lost you know hey if you're at the wings game on sunday i am in the first row of the rafters up above right at center court so look for all my right big ben, i'll u-
4: text you uh, close to the game time
1: look for my big ugly head i'll talk to you soon <laughs> have a good one thank you man that is christian he writes for mavs money ball and he does our Wings coverage, though he will also be doing some Mavericks coverage this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, we've got a couple. Oh, we just have Leo hanging out here. So let's uh, let's go with Leo. Hey, Leo. Thanks for joining again. What's up today?
5: Uh, feeling a little bit uh, bold with my Josh Green takes. Can you hear me okay?
1: I can. Tell me why you're feeling bold, because that was a very, I think Josh got screwed by the coach kind of game.
5: It did. I mean, it's not as much as like the points on the board and the rebounds. It was just like his confidence. That man let that ball fly. That that so-called three-point foul that Luca had on him, he oh, shot yeah. that thing quick. Oh, and, and then he had
1: the he had the wherewithal to fake the flop like that. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, Luca got my hand. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the Josh Green experience. I I don't. I unfortunately think that the block that Luca had on him. Is like Luca's gonna put that up in Josh's locker and be mean to him about that until the end of time, but that's what friends do.
5: Well, it's payback for the Olympics. If I remember correctly, Josh placed his bronze medal in Luca's locker room. Didn't you? God, you're right! Great, he also great made, and he also made Luca wear his jersey. Uh, the first game back, I remember because Luca had like his beanie on top of his face, he was embarrassed as hell. These are great takes, good
1: memory, Leo. I forgot all this stuff.
5: Well, and like I just, it's not even just Josh, it's Exum. It's the fact that these guys that we actually picked up might be playable players. And it's not going to be like, oh, it's Exum on the floor. I feel terrible. It's, it looks good. The dude looks like a competent player. And again, bold of my Josh Green takes, but that defense looked good. Like again, they were always double teaming, but it's, he held his feet. He wasn't fouling and he was drawing fouls. He was forcing Luca to foul him during the defense. Like the first two fouls that Luca picked up in the game were in the first quarter against Josh.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I, I think these are fair takeaways. I think it, I think if you are getting excited about either or both Australian Mavericks basketball players, you have plenty of reason to.
5: And uh, I'm, I'm going to crucify the Mavericks. How the hell were you going to start Thibault over Josh?
1: See, that's, that's, that's where I, I just, I don't understand. I don't, I really don't understand that whole process. I I, No other way. I'm glad he didn't sign because I I think we would have hated him almost immediately.
5: And speaking of hated him almost immediately, what the hell is Mark Cuban doing? Uh, You know,
1: I'm going to say that I didn't really have much of a problem with anything he said on that podcast. It's not anything he hasn't said before. Um, and we're talking about what was the, it was the Pat Patrick Beverly podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. I it's, he frustrates people. I think where I am, I'm further along on the, on the Mark Cuban frustrates me timeline than every other Mavs fan, because he's a good owner who has good intentions, who cannot help himself. And then there are times where it's just like, cause he really did. He talked about that stuff. Like he is running the team. That was the thing I think, which grates a lot of people. It's it talks about him doing stuff, and it's just it's off-putting for people because we all kind of think the general manager is running the team, and Mark's just owning it. But it's what it is: I, you know, he, he's gonna he's gonna over overshoot sometimes, but. You know, I, 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 one thing I do agree with him on, he talked about how, uh, you know, everybody called him crazy for buying the Mavericks in 2000. He is right about that. That was in the papers. That was everywhere. Like, I remember my folks talking about this. It was, it was a, it was a crazy concept. So, you know, he, he gets to have the occasional victory lap. Um, uh, you know, they'll never admit to their mistakes cause that's not how they operate, but what are you going to do?
5: all right thank you mr kirk i'll be getting sure, off. i do have all one right. last question for you yeah of course did you ever finish breath of the wild with your kid no we're still playing we're uh
1: just so we're we're going counterclockwise on the map and we started off playing against the zora and then we went directly to the volcano but i'm a little bit I'm i'm trying to explain to him as we're playing this game number one it's it's like you want to go off the beaten path and number two a lot of the puzzle based stuff it just it takes him some time like i don't solve everything for him so it's we might play 90 minutes a week so like at this rate we will finish in like a year or two
5: and that's okay it's a great game i would say if you want to make it a bit easier on him Mm -hmm. skip the goron and go to the win place so we did we did the goron we we beat that guy Oh, you you actually finish like yeah, the, thought, uh, I, the volcano? I beat, I, this is just
1: really nerdy shit. I beat uh, uh, Fireblight Ganon on my first try, and he thought he thinks I'm like the best video game player alive. So
5: I'll okay, I hate you. I couldn't do that. I was like 18, and I couldn't do that. I don't know how. I just got
1: him. I just like, and then I tried again because I'm doing a, a like a parallel playthrough just for me because I'm like seeing more stuff, and I couldn't do it. So I just must have been on my bullshit that day.
5: Oh, I just kept on using the exploding arrows, and every time I pull it, I'm like, why does it keep exploding on me? That's oh, right. it's high. Going, okay, <laughs> oh, it's, it's fire.
1: It. I hate that. Like, actual logic. What are you going to do? All right, All man. Right. Talk soon. Thank you, Mr. Kirk. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming up last is a uh, friend of the program, Rolo. Uh, do not crash your car, Rolo. What's going on, buddy? <laughs>
6: I'm parked, man, so I'm good. I'm good. How's it going?
1: It's good. What, what What are you thinking today? Were you able to catch any of the game? I know you're following along on the on the Twitters with with some folks.
6: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so just a couple of things real quick. Um, yeah. I, you know, who are you rooting for? Which team were you rooting for Slovenia? I was oh, yeah. rooting for both, you know, so, yeah. you know, I was uh, hoping Josh and uh, and Exum would have good games, you know, which I think for the most part, you know, they did have decent games. Um, and then of course, obviously Luca and Slovenia. I think we've all become honorary Slovenians, right? Whenever we're following along. So I think the the biggest thing for them is the disappointment from, you know, the last, what was it, the Olympics, you know? So I think that they're just kind of carrying a a chip on their shoulder this year in FIBA, you know? That's That's right. You know, so, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it's been fun to watch uh, some of these World Cup games. Um, Last thing I'll bring up is uh, Mr. McGee, (laughs) the waving and stretching of of McGee. How are you feeling, brother?
1: Pretty good. Um... Yeah. You know, I I got out most of my my takes on it last week, uh, okay. so you know at this point it's I'm much more amused by Kings people doing the same thing everybody else does, like talking themselves into it, um and and getting excited about the possibility of a shot blocker, and it's just like that he's not that dude. What are we doing?
6: Yeah, it's like a but I think that for what they're needing him for, I think. he'll probably fit in a little bit better than what the Mavericks were needing him for. Yeah. Um, So I think it's going to work out. He's
1: not a starter there. So it like your expectations change, but it's just, you know, Right. God, I just got another, uh, another angle of from the, like the NBA account posted another angle of the Luca shot block of Josh Green. And it's, it's Luca doing that is crazy. I just, it's great. It's, it's such a great.
6: You tweeted earlier something about uh, you've been, you waited like an hour before you said something about uh, that he went up a week with that shot or something like that. You know, the um, Josh green went up and that's why Luca was able to get up and, and swatted away or, or whatever. So yeah. I thought that was I, was, I thought that was pretty clever. Well, so, but yeah, man, correct. I just wanted to jump on here real quick and say, Hey, and, and uh, yeah, man, you know, just where um, I'm just following along with FIBA. Well, I've been lifing lately. So, you know, just trying to keep up with that and, you know see when we're going to
1: get these 77 spaces jumping again so Sure. All right man, we'll talk All soon. Right, Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, see All right. So there's a comment in the chat um from uh, one of our from one of our viewers DJ he says uh, I think the NBA is boring because the defense is so bad in the NBA. This is not an uncommon criticism. Um I don't necessarily think that defense is bad in so much as that the rules are weighted so heavily in favor of offensive players paired with specific players almost breaking the game the the rules and exploiting some of these things um to where you're able to to it, it, playing defense is just sometimes not worth it to a degree i mean the best teams always have a really good defense and that that's that's important but i i can see why you'd feel that way dj particularly after to watching some of these games um all right team this is a lot of fun uh before i get out of dodge here i got a, a mailbag question that i got um Let's see. I want to post our, our email. It's uh, podmaverickpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to send us an email, I will try to answer all questions and these sorts of things. I like talking with folks. So we got an email from Jeff, and he says uh, he's talking about uh, basically how you he grew to appreciate Dirk adding a dimension to his game each summer. Besides Luca's free throws, what specific skills do you want specific players to improve on that would benefit them the most this year? Obviously Lucas' defense would be huge, just the effort element. If he can contain if he can do that for, you know, 65, 75 games, I think that would be massively important. Uh t- Jeff goes on to say, I think if Tim were able to complete a breakaway, or if Josh Green shooting off ball movement would go a long way to lift the ceiling of this team. I will say Josh Green having a left hand at the rim might help. Um, specific player stuff is 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 interesting because it's like some of the guys are just not going to improve in the ways that we want them to. Um, I think considering that there's going to be two rookies, hopefully within the rotation uh, that that will be interesting. I'm very curious to see how this new group vibes together. And so the specific skill stuff, I don't have a lot of great takes on at the moment because I like, I want Luca to play better defense. You know, I would love for Powell to be able to, to, you know, not do some of the weird stuff he does, but it's, At the moment, I don't, I don't know. This is, this is a good one. Um, We'll all have to think about this and get back uh, even though it was a mailbag question. And I did have time to think about it. Something I think is interesting. All right, team Uh, be, uh, please remember to go ahead and write, uh, you know, go ahead and write, write some comments, like the show, um, send me emails, uh, you know, rate and review the show. All that stuff is very helpful to me. I also like talking to all of you guys. Um, Josh and I will probably be back on Tuesday night, like we've been doing. But we're inching closer and closer to the regular season, and I think we'll probably at Mavs Moneyball start kicking off our kind of preseason coverage in the middle of the month. But I also may wait to see how far Slovenia gets, and and you know just wait until that the World Cup is done. All right. Everyone have a great weekend. Be safe. If you are celebrating, uh, doing anything on labor day, barbecue and that sort of stuff, don't be like me and, uh, you know, occasionally deal with flare ups on the grill. It's not the best. All right. We will talk soon. Everybody have a great day.